Welcome to Becoming Powerhouse, where we discuss the tough lessons I've learned while taking my two companies from negative revenue to over seven figures. We'll talk about the raw and vulnerable truths about being boss, as well as tips and strategies you can implement immediately for better business results. I'm your host, Nicole Overcamp, the founder and CEO of Wilcox Financial Group and Powerhouse Coaching. You can see links and other resources in our notes. Don't forget to head over to powerhousemoney.com to grab your free Powerher bundle for business and subscribe to our newsletter. Now, let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, my powerhouses. Welcome back to Becoming Powerhouse. So as I am recording this, first it is 4.15 a.m. and I am just like getting it done and it is about to be January. And so in the spirit of a new year and hearing more often than I wish I had this year, the comment of, oh shit, I should have done that. I wish I would have known or I need to get to that a lot. And I thought it would be appropriate to have a little episode on get your shit together. And so these are all of the things that we typically don't love doing, talking about, prioritizing, spending time on because they're not the sexiest in the world, right? So uh, let's just jump right into it, shall we? So the first is finances. Yeah, I know. And just as a little disclaimer here, I am a licensed financial professional through our other company, Wilcox Financial Group. So nothing that I am saying here and in this podcast episode is advice. It is literally just a, hey, consider this because it's really important. And when it comes to your finances, perhaps you have a tightly run ship in your company, but personally, it's a little bit of a shit show or vice versa. Or perhaps everything is run very tightly, but it could use some tweaking, maybe more intentionality or just a review to make sure there's nothing you're actually missing. So when it comes to that, it's really important to understand your cash flow number one. You really need to know the story behind the spreadsheets in your business. So make sure that you really do have a clear and thorough understanding of your balance sheet, your profit and loss statement. And if you don't, you don't know what those numbers mean, or more importantly, how they can impact your business and the story that they tell, make sure that your team can discuss that with you, your CPA, your bookkeeper, and keep asking questions until it makes sense to you. That doesn't mean you're incompetent or you don't know what you're doing. You are brilliant. You absolutely know what you're doing, but it's their job to ensure that you understand the numbers behind the business. Because the more you understand those numbers, the better that you can do in tweaking the metrics to continue to grow the way you want to grow, but importantly, increase your profits. So that is the first thing. Does that need a little love or do you just need to better understand it to know how you're going to grow moving forward and how you may need to tweak things like your pricing or what you need to hit in sales to hire a new team member or whatever the case may be. When it comes to your accounting and bookkeeping, we do recommend that you meet at 
quarterly, at least with your your team there so that you're checking in, there are no surprises, and you don't get that, oh my God, I can't believe I owe that in taxes surprise at the end of the year. However, it's also good to note that if they are years in which you maybe had a slingshot year, a growth year, and you're earning less than usual, you can also take that as opportunity to maybe offload some taxable assets, do some tax loss harvesting, or perhaps this is the year that you can do Roth IRA. Who knows? But always look at this stuff as opportunity and address it head on versus shying away and procrastinating. On the uh, retirement side, are you taking advantage of a retirement plan through your company? So if you have employees, you may have a 401k plan or a simple IRA, or if you are on your own and you just have a bunch of 1099 contractors, perhaps you have a SEP IRA or a solo K plan, you can defer quite a lot into these vehicles pre-tax. So if that is a goal for you, make sure that you're leveraging that, taking advantage of it and understand the nuances. This is something that we educate on all the time because they are often misunderstood and underutilized. So if you have questions on that, definitely feel free to, number one, reach out to us and or your professionals that you're currently working with. It is so critical that you have a team that is collaborating. We are huge on a collaborative practice where we're constantly getting in the loop with your CPAs, your bookkeepers, your business attorneys, because if your team isn't communicating well, something could be missed for you and your future. And so the more that you have that operating, the better off you will be. Another thing is that you want to make sure in review now heading into the year, do you have adequate reserves? And if so, are they in a high yield savings account where you're taking advantage of earning 4% or more? And if yes, then what's next? So what's the next goal and putting your money where your goals are? Perhaps you're hoarding way too much cash and you need to discuss that. And the more that you know about your overall plan and what you need to hit for your personal life and the goals and objectives that you have and building clarity around that, it can really help you reverse engineer how you want to move forward in your business and what you need to yield out of it to get what you want. It can make everything more intentional. So huge, huge, huge to know your numbers, know what you own, know what you owe, and know all the details in between when it comes to making everything effective and efficient and planning well for your taxes. The next are legal documents. Woof, I know. So on the business end, your operating agreement, your shareholders agreement, do you even know where they are? Have you read them? Do they spell out the things that you want them to spell out? If you have a partner or partners, this is absolutely critical that you understand these documents. They understand these documents and their solutions in place for the event of if you guys were to break up, if there were a divorce personally in your lives, death, disability, any one of those things. Also, the more that you can articulate and spell out and be super specific, the better. You want all of this in writing while you love each other. You can even talk about vacation time, policy, time off, how much you're working, what you're doing, expectations, roles and responsibilities, whatever the case may be. 
really, really important because when you love each other and you're being clear about this stuff and putting it in writing, it makes everything a lot easier and less sticky or resistance when you have potential issues in the future. And we all have issues. There's always going to be hard conversations to have. You can't avoid them. That's life. But what you can do is put the things in place to make those conversations a lot easier. So in making sure that you do have a buy-sell agreement and all of those things in those legal documents. So uh, checking that. Do you have a business succession plan in place or do you need to start to one. What does that look like for you? Are you scaling your company to position it for a sale? Do you have employees who may want to purchase it from you? Are you just going to like wrap up shop and close your doors? Uh, there's not a right or a wrong to that, but how you're building your business and the things that you put in place will really dictate what that looks like for you. And thinking about it as far in advance as possible is always going to give you the most flexibility and freedom. Your will, kids. So do you have one? Is it up to date? Does it need to be revisited? That is something that we always, again, have in the back of our minds like, oh, I, I need to address it or I need to update that. And then we just kind of forget because it's important, but it doesn't feel urgent. Uh, healthcare proxy, power of attorney. Power of attorney is really important because that is a document that you need if you're alive. Think about if you're in an accident or you're in a coma. Like if, if you're young and healthy right now thinking like, oh, I don't really need that. I have that for my parents. Well, if something happens to you, who's paying your bills and taking care of shit? Uh, think about that. And then for for not only your personal life, but your business side of things as well. Perhaps you want to look into some trust to make sure that everything is happening specifically how you want it to when you pass. Uh, think of trust as a, a way of controlling from the grave, but also there can be some tax planning involved with that as well. And especially if you are someone who is more philanthropic and you want to start doing that now, but in a way that could be more advantageous or beneficial for you, creating more flexibility, perhaps something like a donor advised fund is something you want to discuss and making sure that you're able to walk around with the years that you're taking those charitable deductions. Next is insurances. Yep, I know you guys, this is getting more and more fun as we go here, but when it comes to insurances, number one, they are not a set it and forget it. They need to be reviewed. They need to be updated, especially looking at your business and how perhaps it has changed or grown. Do you still have the right coverages? Are they adequate? Are you covered the way you want to be covered? Do you have liability insurance for what you need now if your team has grown? What about the assets within your business? Uh, intellectual property. Are you protected for your buildings? Uh, a pre uh, Property values have appreciated a lot in the last few years. And so make sure that you do have right coverage for that. Are there writers you want to consider adding? Maybe your E&O insurance needs to be reviewed. All of that little stuff. And then, of course, on, on the personal side, life insurance, disability insurance. And again, just making sure that if shit happens, you are covered. You want to make sure that you're unshakable. And if you're like me and you want to throw up every time you get your insurance bills in the mail every year because you're paying so much, that is even more reason to review this stuff and make sure that it is what you need and what you're paying for covers what you want it to cover. Look, I hate paying insurance, but I also love having it. And so I have been through way too many things and used it way too many times to know its value. 
And I have also been in instances of which I wish I had more of it or different kinds. So make sure that you are reviewing that and it still meets your needs today and fits the bill for how things could have or will be changing in the future. And last but not least, guys, are you living the way you want to live? What didn't you like about the last year? What do you want to ensure happens this year? I literally just got a, a message in my inbox this morning from someone and I was just checking in on her asking how things were going. And she said, I'm feeling exhausted. I'm really excited for a new year. That's last year. I haven't been able to get out and network like I normally like to and be within the community because I've been working way too much. So of course we had some banter back and forth, but if that's you or something like that, what's the game plan? Are you going to continue the status quo saying, I wish I would have or I'd like to? Or are you going to intentionally block time in your calendar to allow that to happen? Is this the year you want to start going back to the gym or yoga? Or you want to make sure that you're spending present time with your kids or getting back into the the swing of things where you have your girls' nights or dinners with friends. Like, I don't know, whatever the hell it is that you want to do, how are you managing your time and setting yourself up for success to change what didn't go well this year and implement it in the upcoming year? And regardless of when you're listening to this podcast, if it's July, I mean, you guys can change this at any point in time in your life. If something doesn't feel right, tweak it. We just had this discussion with our team as well and, and going over what went well, what what we did and we want to keep, and then some things we want to change. And I realized, being the procrastinator that I am and loving to avoid the things that I don't like doing, is I'm constantly going through this like, holy shit, I'm on fire. I need to record podcasts. And I didn't have intentional time in my calendar to do that. Same deal with all of the things that I need to take care of with EO, Entrepreneurs Organization. I'm on the board. I'm going to be the incoming president. There's going to be a lot of stuff I have to do. I need to block time for that. I need to do more networking meetings and lunches and things of that nature that typically I avoid but need to do. So our new plan moving forward is that's what Fridays are for. Fridays are going to be podcast days. They're going to be content days networking days, board days. So that's going to be my day where I'm not at the office. I'm working from home and being hyper-focused on all the stuff that I typically don't make intentional time for because I noticed it didn't work. I mean, case in point, you guys, I'm recording this podcast like bright and early in the morning and getting it to our podcast team way later than they wanted it. And shame on me. I'm better than that. And so are you. So whatever it is that you want to plug in, make sure you're allocating time for that. Not just business, but personal too. And perhaps it's personal development courses. Who knows? Whatever it is. The message here in all of these amazing topics that I just covered that were just so much fun is get your shit together. And if you don't know how or where to start or you need help with some of this stuff, reach out and ask for help. That is what we are here for. And if you need a connection or you're looking at interviewing a new team, we have so many people within our network too. So until next time, my powerhouses continue to be courageous. Thanks so much for listening to Becoming Powerhouse. You can find all of the links to our site and resources in the show notes. 
Let's connect on Instagram at POW her house money. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at powerhousemoney.com. Remember, I want to connect with you. I want to hear your thoughts and help you with all the challenges you're having. So engage, send me a DM. And of course, if you're loving this podcast, let us know and go ahead and hit the subscribe button and leave a review. 